the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. RFUA is here to unite the listening audience, unsigned and undeveloped musical talent with well-known and established music industry contacts. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is Swell Radio, RFUA, on The Answer San Diego. Gentlemen, it's the last day of April the 30th of 2022. Welcome to Swell Radio, RFUA. We have the infamous Chips Enough from the band Enough's Enough, the Aussie Music Minute. But before we get to all that, my name's Peter DeLuke. I'm Dino DeLuke. My name's Kerry Rothman. And that means I must be Swell Aussie. And I'm Cole Lewis, rounding out a Saturday night. Happy anniversary to us, ladies and gentlemen, as we celebrate our two-year anniversary what? on yeah. Swell Radio RFUA. <laughs> yeah. Grab some J-Mo, get us some, some, some you know, man, get Corvoisier. I champagne. Mean, we got yeah, champagne, good. I like Moet Chandon. What do you like? Let's get, uh, let's get it on. all going. Let's get the party running. Grab a drink. Get relaxed. AM 1170, FM 96.1. On the answer, KCBQ yeah, San Diego. Swell Radio. RFUA. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. There's more Swell Radio. RFUA. Radio for unsigned artists. On the answer, San Diego. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group, 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law, from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Always Metal Auto and Metal Recycling, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hey, San Diego, this is Frank Hannon, lead guitarist of Tesla, and you're listening to my bros and Sled on Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. AM 1170, FM 96.1, The Answer, KCBQ, San Diego. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio, RFUA. This week we got rocker extraordinaire from Chicago, Mr. Chips Enough from Enough's Enough. Let's have a big welcome for Chip to the show, guys. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. 
Chip. Welcome uh, to the show. Uh, We're so happy you're here. Uh, thanks, Paul. I appreciate that. My pipes are a little shot. I just sing five days in a row. Uh, <laughs> we'll let you slide. But, we'll let you slide. But, yeah, but, Hey, I'm, I, yeah. I, I had to ask, how how did, you know, tackling the greatest and most important band in the world is a big deal, and you, you have nailed it from everything I've heard. How did this album come together? Ah, it's funny you say it. Thanks a lot for your kind words. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, Enough Snuff is known for its own songs, of course. We have uh, almost, I think, 25 records out, full releases. You're speaking to the last of the Mohicans without sound on modest. There's not bands that are going to put this many records out anymore. We've been together for a long time. It's really a blessing from the good Lord. Uh, the, we put the record together quite simply by during this uh, the shutdown when everything was uh, nobody was working and everything was everybody was off. Uh, we had to f- keep ourselves busy. And uh, I had a meeting in Los Angeles with my agent Chuck Burnell over at Artists Worldwide. And this, and this other promoter who was putting together a, a show, and he wanted to put an all-star band together. And he wanted uh, one of the guys from uh, Mr. Big, Paul Gilbert, to play in the band, and Ray, Ray Lucer was a drummer, and he was going to get uh, Gilby Clark from Guns N' Roses and a keyboard player, and I was going to sing, and we are going to go around the country playing nothing but Beatles songs for a couple of months in a tour bus. Sounded like a nice little thing, right when, right when things, this is right before everything shut down, by uh. the way. So this would be like uh, early 2020. And I, I signed off on it and said, yeah, you guys count me and I'll be glad to do that. And it never it never came to fruition. So w- when everything was shut down, we were in Australia at the time uh, rec- uh, doing a tour of Nups and Up and Winger. And I found myself uh, where I said, well, perhaps uh, maybe we should just make another record right now until things open up. It was only supposed to be a two-week shutdown, if you recall correctly. Yeah. <laughs> so two we years later. Start yeah, so enough stuff went in the studio here in my uh, little pad I have here in Blue Island, Illinois. I got my own studio, and I just started recording Beatles songs. And I, my inspiration was, uh, we, we're not a tribute band, we're not a cover band whatsoever, but uh, to do something, uh, a reinterpretation of Beatles songs from one of our favorite bands of all time would certainly be a challenge, and it'd be a, a fun little uh, work ethic for us to maybe... Uh, uh, compile a bunch of songs together, just see how it feels. And so we started recording. I went in there, I went up to Shea Fish record, the John Lennon solo record, and we did Cold Turkey. That was the first track we did. And then I started recording Beatles songs from 1967 through 70. I, unwittingly, I didn't know, just picking my favorite Beatles songs that I thought I, I were a challenge, but I, I could perhaps could nail. And some of the songs we did in the past, so I was a little bit familiar with them outside of the Beatles, too, because we would do a few cover songs in our set in the early days. And I started recording the songs, and I turned to, uh, I called Tony Fennell, my guitar player, who used to be the lead singer of a band called Ultrabox. And he said, this possibly might be the best thing you've ever done. I, mean, I love enough and Up songs, he says, but, you know, you can't go wrong with the Beatles stuff, and no one's ever done it where it's like a hard rock version it's actually uh, the reason that we call the record Hard Rock Night is a playoff, Hard Day's Night. So we recorded all the songs here in the, in the south side of Chicago, and we went over to Stonecutter Studio on the north side with a guy named Chris Diamonds, who's done Ozzy Osbourne and Sticks and Alice Cooper. And, you know, some no-names. Yeah, he was just <laughs> a guy who just had a really good sense of balance, and he, he was the guy who pulled out all the analog tricks and mixed the record in a couple of weeks. And we had something good. And then, of course, we signed with Frontiers. They don't put out cover records, but they love the Beatles song so much. And they thought the record was uh, very well put together. 
So we released it uh, in November of last year. Well, I mean, you did justice to it. You did justice to it because you kind of made it your own spin. I mean, you put you put your sound on an iconic band and made it your own. Yeah, uh, really yeah, cool, man. Was, so maybe we can get the you know tell us who played on which track. Uh, it was the, basically produced by myself and Tony Fennell. Uh, Tori Stop Reagan's lead guitar player has been with enough enough for 14 years. Daniel Benjamin Hill is the drummer. And that's basically it. No guest Usually we have guest musicians come in the record to help elevate our perception. This time it was just the four of us and enough stuff that got together, oh, cool. recorded these songs all live. Uh, very minimal overdubs if you listen to it. Just bass, two guitars, drums, and, and some background vocals, along with my singing. And I think we, uh, we it was a great interpretation of the songs. It was good to cleanse our palate, put a record out of Beatles songs, and it's done so well for us that perhaps we'll follow up with another Beatles record next year. Hey, Chip Swallows, he's got a really important question for you. Oz, take it away. Hey, Chip, I remember seeing you play years ago in the band Adler's Appetite. Absolutely amazing. Could you tell our listeners something about the experience you had working with Stephen Adler? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I used to live with Adler in Studio City. We lived together for years. Uh, in 2004, his brother approached me. We were playing a job in Las Vegas, and he says, uh, my brother's a big fan of Enough's Enough, and he's putting together a band, and he'd love you to play bass. And I said, yeah, what songs are you guys doing? He said, nothing but Appetite for Destruction. So, you know, though, back then, those cats were recording uh, the Guns N' Roses stuff, and uh, they're all higher than sin. They're 20-something years old, full of piss and vinegar. It was going to be quite a challenge, but we went down to the rehearsals. Sounded great. Played all the songs with Stephen. It was Michael Thomas from Faster Pussycat. Uh, Alex Grassi was playing guitar from Quiet Riot. Of course, Stephen and myself, and we had a singer. And then you got him, Rick Stitch from Canada, wonderful singer. And uh, learned all the songs and went out on tour. Started playing the shows all around the country. Got the tour bus. Went over to England, as a matter of fact, one of the first tours. And toured through Spain and Italy. And uh, we did South America. Fans would show up. We do an in-store meeting uh, at noon, and there would be 2,000 fans there to meet Stephen. He brought me, he brought me to every single uh, event because he wanted me to come out there and hang out with the fans as well. And he felt that enough enough had enough credibility to uh, – you know, be talked about the same brothers, Guns N' Roses. We all came out around the same time. I thought it was really nice that he shared the stage with me. He was very kind. And he was, he was straight and focused back then. Uh, you know, he was doing the celebrity rehab, but he wasn't jacked up. He was really in good shape. He is a nice you know, guy. He found himself, we, you know, we'd sit around, we'd watch cartoons, American Dad, Family Guy, and <laughs> South Park, and smoke some pot in the house, and that was it. You know, we'd, 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 the place. And we'd, just, we'd, have a, we'd have a good time hanging out together, and we did that for quite a long time. The English tour, though, that was a good one for us because we finished the tour. He didn't want to go over there and tour where we just flew there and got in a van and just went to every single show like a lot of bands do nowadays. He insisted on, uh, he was living back in the 80s, he says, let's just go out and get a tour bus. We, I told him, I said, Stephen, I think that's going to, you know, won't be cost sufficient. That's for sure. It's bad enough to uh, to get a tour bus nowadays for a band cost, you know, between twelve and two thousand dollars a day, plus fuel and oil wow. and paying the driver. It's going to cost a lot. He said, I don't care, Chippy. I'm not going out unless we have a tour bus. So we got a bus. We did the whole tour. We're out there for thirty something days. I remember going over to. Uh, to you know, so like I said earlier, Spain and Italy and uh, Portugal was really great, and, uh, and of course we went to Amsterdam because who wouldn't want to go there? You know, twenty four seven. One thing I, I want to, uh, you know, uh, at the end of that tour, 
Uh, the bus cost us uh, $73,000 for that for 30 days on the bus. It was wow. Unbelievable. How expensive was it? And we, we obviously, we made money on the touring, but it all went into the bus. <laughs> the bus fee. back to, to California, uh, Stephen was very kind. He gave me his credit card and said, go to, Shippy, go to the bank and get some money out. And then he took care of me. It made sure that everything was good. Carrie hates when I emotional. though. Well, how much was our tour bus in 09, Carrie? Well, I don't want to go there. I <laughs> yeah. thought you were looking at me about the gas price. Um, Chip, you know, it's crazy. I met you from Brian on the Monsters of Rock cruise, and I just want to let you know, everybody that I know that knows you speaks nothing but highly. Uh, Mark Torian's playing tomorrow night with the Bullet Boys and Winger in Chicago at the Arcadia Theater. Another one that speaks nothing but highly and praising about you as a human being. Above and beyond that, of what a tremendous musician you are. So it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on our show, and I just wanted to give you that, man. You know. And Chip, you and I go yeah. way back to the KGB days when we were when we you know were breaking enoughs enough on the radio. And anytime great music came in, because I, I was kind of like a nondescript music director at the time, I was assisting. And I remember when that record came in, and it was just one of those like, wow, this is fresh. It sounds great. It's current i love the vibe i mean we really loved what enough's enough was doing at the time really freaking loved it i appreciate it. you know we're four, we're four guys to the south side of chicago we got discovered in lake geneva wisconsin during 1988 where skid row was doing their record in uh at the americana hotel in lake geneva and we just happened to be in there doing demos and doc mcgee came in there he was managing skid row with his brother scott and Doc says, I got three cassette tapes from your managers, and uh, two of them are enough's enough. And I said, oh, you know, that's how old we are here with talking about cassette tapes. Yeah. And so, uh, so I said, oh, thanks, Doc. I appreciate that. Any help we, you could give us would be fantastic. Uh, we've always loved everything you've done. And he managed tons of bands at the time. He had uh, Motley Crue and uh, Bon Jovi. Scorpions. So he took that demo tape and brought it to this guy named Derek Showman. Derek Showman was a singer of a band called General Giant, who had his own imprint over a polygram. And his first two signs were Bon Jovi and Cinderella. They were massive. So Atco Records, the subsidiary of Atlantic, uh, gave him his own imprint. And he went over to Atco Records. And his first signs were Pantera, ACDC, Bad Company, and Enough's Enough. We were shocked. Chip, that hold, that thought. We, Chip hold that thought. we got to go to a commercial real quick, man. Hey, more coming up with Chips Enough from Enough's Enough, AM 1170, FM 96.1. On the answer, KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFUA. Grab a shot glass, get one, we'll be right back. Yeah, baby. There's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On the answer, San Diego. Vox Direct recognizes the challenges of COVID-19 for small businesses and to help you stay connected with your customers, they're offering special versions of their advanced voice and text marketing services completely free. You heard that correctly, completely free during the COVID-19 outbreak. Now that we're all working from home, you can turn on group cell phones and make a unified phone system. There's text marketing and voice at all in one platform, virtual receptionist, two virtual extensions, and a toll-free number for your business. Text important messages to your customers and employees. Customers can reply directly to your messages. Unlimited keywords, subscribers, and list. Easy-to-use templates and unlimited inbound calls and texts. This special support package will be provided for free with no strings attached. 
and no credit cards required throughout the duration of the pandemic. Call today for more information. 1-844-800-7154. That's 1-844-800-7154. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road, long-running eatery and sports bar, serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar, 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. How you doing? This is Gonzo from Armored Saint, hanging out here with my bud Sled on Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. Come on, artists, show us what you got. San Diego Rock, crank that. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists on The Answer San Diego. Beautiful night here in Southern California, last day of the month, April 30th. Hey, you know what's really cool, man, is that you guys have your own sound, but they maintain the origin of the Beatles. Oh, my God, that's my favorite track. It's almost like they're on stage with the Beatles at the same time, and... They're all doing it. So talk about that, man. It's hard to do that. It's hard to capture the essence of another musical group's sound. So talk about how you guys were able to do that. Yeah, we just grew up listening to Beatles. Always loved this stuff. That record came out in 1968. That's how old that record is. And uh, that was a Lennon McCartney tune, but it was all produced by George Martin. And it was basically those cats just got back from a tour of India, just getting away from all the rigmarole that was happening in their lives at that time. And they all wrote songs, and Paul came back with like 14 of them. John came back with a 10 of them. I think George had, you know, a half dozen or more, and Ringo even had a couple songs. And they just went in the studio, and they just started sussing out everything, putting it all together. And it was basically four guys in the room just playing live in the studio. And that's basically our approach, too. You know, you know, Chip, before we got on the show, um, Carrie and I were talking about the power of Lennon and McCartney. And I said, and I wonder if you agree, that had these guys been together, let's say, in the 1300s writing chants and music for the day, they would have... Oh, they no would have led the pack. They, they would have their been... time was any time they any time. And you know, so Dino and I are brothers. And you know, I remember my mom and dad. One of the first Christmas presents we got for record albums was Rubber Soul. Remember that we got Rubber Soul was our first Mine Beatles was album. Meet the Beatles, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, timeless is timeless. They, they, that music will be critically important forever. I oh. want to swing in a little different direction because here's what I, one of the things I love about Chips enough. When you see him coming with the hat and the rose-colored glasses, <laughs> he's a 724 rock star like Slash, like, like, you know, like Steven Tyler and, and Joe Perry. And I love that about him, man. He's all about rock and roll, 724. And talk about it, man, because people always identify you so, so easily with, you, with the image that you have. And there's a lot of young listeners. And, and explain to them why you're who you are. Well, it's just 24-7 what I do, to be honest with you. It's wash, rinse, repeat every day. Get up. Play music. That's what I'm known for. I remember hanging out with Steven Tyler backstage at the show, and we were talking about some of the artists that were out there who weren't keeping themselves in shape and weren't keeping it together and weren't singing well. And we have an obligation to the audience to play and to look as good as we can and try to stay fit. And that's always been my approach. I always came out with the sunglasses and hats. And maybe I'm 
nick some of it from t-rex or from or john lennon uh but uh, there was a look that i felt comfortable with and i thought well if i have hat and shades on it'll half cover me and i can stay young forever i'm right behind you i gotta steal from yeah, you pretty, you know it's yeah, crazy so that's we, probably why i did that before you got on the show we were uh, talking about the monsters of rock cruise and how it started and i told him i've been on at least six of them and you guys have been on every single one I've been on. How many of the cruises has Enough's Enough played on? And you even got married on one at one time, didn't you? <laughs> wow. wow. That's uh, that's the uh, guiltiest charge. <laughs> <laughs> How many cruises have you guys yeah. done? Uh, we've done uh, a good half dozen cruises, but we've also done uh, the Kiss Cruise as well. I was uh, doing the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. They have it every single year in L.A. and over in Vegas. And a guy named David Fishoff puts it together. David Fishoff was responsible for managing the monkeys. He also oh. managed Ringo Starr. And he called me. I was doing a man cow show. He heard me on the man cow show in Chicago. I was co-hosting. And he says, uh, how would you like to come on there and be a counselor? I said, I'd love to do that. So I went down to the Whiskey at Gogo. We were going to play a gig there. And there's two people in the dressing room, me and Paul Staley from KISS. Because Paul is doing the camp as well as a counselor. And Paul says, I, how would you like to open for Kiss? I said, I'd love to. He, he says, Sarah, same management. Dr. McGee was our guy. And he says, well, I asked you a couple of years ago, and you guys said no. And I was I'm quite uh, taken back. I was actually embarrassed. I said, I, I don't recall that, Paul. Perhaps we we're in the studio making another Enough's Enough album, uh, but we're open now. And he goes, okay, hold on. And he grabbed his phone, made a phone call, didn't say hello to anybody. He just goes, yeah, I, I got Enough's Enough on the bill. Let's put him on uh, for the Kiss cruise. <laughs> And he hung up the phone. He goes, okay, Chip, you're on. You're that was on. It. I so cool. On a kiss tour, you know, because that's like not a big yeah, deal and, or and anything. I got, and I got to tell you, Cole, how intimidating. So I get on the kiss cruise, and uh, I look out in the crowd, and there's Paul, there's Gene, <laughs> and the rest wow. of the guys in the band, Doc McGee, all right there watching the show. Cool. Of course, I pulled Evan, which is Paul's son, up on stage, and we did Baby Loves You place was jam-packed at the end of the show doc and paul came up to me and he said chip you should have been you should have been fronting the band 10 years ago they loved it they really did we didn't do any beatles songs that night we just did the end ups and upset that's awesome uh, but that was good to, but then after i did that the kiss uh, cruise i got back and uh larry moran says dad if you do the kiss cruise you're punished for a year so we missed the next uh monsters of rock cruise which was very disheartening to me because a lot of those fans are my friends now i go out there and I hang out with everybody out there and it's very transparent when you go on those uh, cruises it's you with 3500 salty dogs everybody's drinking having a good time party burn the candle at both ends and you don't want to have an attitude you don't want to sit in your little cabin all day and wait yeah. for the concert yeah. i want to be out there with the people the ones that help support us yeah all the years. ones who made you happen Completely. And that's what I do. Yeah, well, he does. Every single year, I that's cool, happen. man. I, Larry, Larry now, uh, Moran over at uh, Monster Rock, he's forgiven me now, and uh, we're back You're on. back in. Graces. Yeah, so it's, I think everything's all good, and uh, those wounds have healed. It, it must have been like picking your favorite child, picking songs for this album. We're looking at solo stuff, too. We wanted to do a couple of Paul songs along with uh, John. We thought they had a great, illustrious career as solo artists. There's so many songs to pick from. I don't know how many songs they have on Spotify, those cats, but it's got to be close to 300, which is the same as Enough's Enough. We've always been writing machines. We've always looked at them for inspiration. Quick little story, too. Uh, Paul's kids were going to see Guns N' Roses in England. They were playing a show. So the kids went off to the gig. Paul stayed home, smoked pot, and waited for them to get home, make sure they were okay. 
He still smokes pot, by the way, for sure. I just got a picture of him recently. I thought that was absolutely He's a guy his age. He's still puffing. He's still inspired by music. Just a great artist. But anyway, the kids come home from the Guns N' Roses show, and Paul says, yeah, guys, how'd you like the show? And they go, oh, Dad, it was great. They were fantastic, and they played Live and Let Die. It was such a great version. And uh, Paul goes, you know, I wrote that song. And they go, yeah, sure, Dad. Pull it through the heart, man. Wow. Yeah, the kids didn't even know that their father wrote the song because he's, he's written so many great uh, uh, yeah. songs. It's hard to keep but track yeah, of. Yeah, it was a great version. Of the, I thought it was a great version of it that was uh, engineered by Rob Posen, my engineer who does a lot of punk rock records. Also works with hip hop stuff like Twister and guys like that. So it was interesting that he took that approach, recording those songs along with uh, Tony Oscar Fennel. And then uh, we bring it over to, once I said earlier to you, uh, we had a, a guy in Chicago named Chris Diamonds, and he mixed it all up for us in a couple of weeks. And uh, it, the, the opposite was to make a great record. That's all we cared about, a hard rock record. No pressure on us as far as having to write the songs. They've already been written. Just a matter of making sure we get the reinterpretation right. And I, I believe we nailed it. And, you uh, nailed it. You, you nailed, see, you nailed it. it. If you see enough enough live in concert, uh, you know, usually it's the records that we've recorded of our own material, you know, playing the hits to fly on Michelle and get high in a new thing and yeah. baby loves you. Uh, but uh, if you go see uh, enough enough play uh, doing the Beatles songs, we're calling that the Beatles rock show. It looks way better on the billboard, by the way. Love it. And we'll just go out there. We just play nothing but Beatles songs. And so far, the response has been absolutely fantastic. Love that. Hey, Carrie, what do we have coming up next? Hey, we have chips enough of enough's enough. Enjoy your Saturday night, peeps. Stick around. Aussie Music Minute right here on Swell Radio, RFUA. There's more Swell Radio, RFUA, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Always Metal Auto and Metal Recycling, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hey, this is Bill Leverty of Firehouse with my brothers from SLED. And you're listening to Swell Radio, R-F-U-A. Welcome back to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio, RFUA. Hey, we're back with Chips Enough. Hey, guys, we have a couple of announcements. SLED is playing with uh, the Bullet Boys on June 10th at the Whiskey. If anybody's interested in tickets, hit us up. And we're also playing a week later with Trapped up at the Ramona Main Stage. So check that out. So, hey, guys, time for the Aussie Music Minute. Take it away, y'all. Welcome to the Swell Aussie Music Minute. Straight ahead at Soundgarden. Early 1980s, they're playing the Seattle bar scene as the Shemps. After the usual personnel changes, Kim Fayol joins on guitar, along with Hiro Yamamoto on bass and Chris Cornell on vocals and drums. Soon, Scott Sunquist is the drummer, allowing to Cornell to concentrate on vocals only. The first known recording of the band was Heretic on CZ Records. Soon, Scott Sunquist is replaced on drums by Matt Cameron. Their first album, Ultra Mega OK, was released on SST Records. Their first major deal was with AM Records, and the result of that was Louder Than Love and a tour with Voivod. By 1991, they released the album Bad Motorfinger. It contained such hits as Outshined and Rusty Cage. The tour had them as a support act to Guns N' Roses on their Use Your Illusion tour, 
as well as a European tour with Skid Row on their Slave to the Grind tour. The next album was Super Unknown, debuted at number one. It contained their biggest hits, Spoon Man and Black Hole Sun. This was followed by Down on the Upside. After taking a three-year break, they returned with the animal Animal Kingdom. During the break, Chris Cornell released a solo album called Euphoria Morning. He was also the singer in Audio Slave. That band contained Tom Morello and Brad Wilk. They released three albums before breaking up, and Cornell returned to Soundgarden. The other members of Soundgarden formed a solo project they called Wellwater Conspiracy during that three-year break. They later agreed to a Soundgarden reunion album and tour. The tour began without the album being released. On May 18, 2017, Cornell was found dead in his hotel room in Detroit, Michigan. The band decided to break up at this point. They've done a few one-off appearances, but for the most part, Soundgarden's over. 30 million albums sold, countless sold-out shows all over the world. To me, the best of the Seattle band scenes. They were smart to end it when Cornell died. He could never be replaced. Soundgarden is the best band I hope I never hear from again. There you have it, the Swell Ozzy Music Minute on Swell Radio RFUA. Yes, yeah, man. Killed it, baby. Soundgarden. Musicologist. So hard to be on the radio when Chris Cornell died. That yeah. was not a good that time. That was heartbreaking, no. man. Not a good time. You know, every time you lose somebody who's Ugh. just so great like that, it just hits like a bullet to the heart. Hey, I want to say thank you to Chips Enough for doing the show. Chip, we know you're so busy, man. So cool of you to make it on, man. Thanks so much, bro. Thank you, bro. Great show. And yeah, I want to thank the Sled Brothers, Peter, Dino, Todd, Ozzy. Hope I got it right. Cole, you guys have been terrific. Uh, uh, shout out to Mary's Donuts, by the way. I went there on Ace Freely tour a couple of years ago. <laughs> got a bunch of donuts. And then Ace goes, I just want the one donut. That's all he wanted was one donut. He was staying away right. from the sugar and take not, not drinking or anything, but enough enough scarfed up every one of those Mary's Donuts. <laughs> My cousin owns the joint, man. And, uh, it's I got to stay away from that place. You know what I mean? It's one of those. It's things. a danger zone. I it's got the VI free card to get any dozen free. It's ridiculous. I can't go near the place. Well, Chip, you've got to let yeah. us know when you're coming anywhere in SoCal because we can't wait to see you. We love this project. I, I hope this project goes out on the road somehow. Yeah, I believe that it will. We have some shows already booked for 2022. I'll be out in June on the Glam Slam Metal Jam tour. Will it be enough's enough? Pretty Boy Floyd and the Midnight Devils. And I think we come through California. We're doing a few dates on the West Coast. So just check out our website, uh, enoughsenough.com, E-N-U-F-F-Z-N-U-F-F.com, and you'll get all the dates and up-to-date exclusives and everything that we're doing right now as a band. And a uh, uh, quick little shout-out for myself to my solo record, uh, which just was released uh, two weeks ago. It's called Perfectly Imperfect, Chips Enough, featuring Joe Holster from Whitesnake. Oh, yeah, Joe. from Cheap Trick. Break guitar. That's wow. awesome. Break guitar. Can't wait to you know, it's that. crazy. I think I saw the last Enough's Enough show in San Diego at House of Blues with the Bullet Boys and Great White, and it was phenomenal. It was. It is, it's yeah, always a great, a great show. a great little tour. Yeah, that always was, a great man. show. Well, we loved having you yeah. on. Thank you so much. And, of course, you're always welcome back. Keep us posted on what's going on. My name's Peter DeLuke. Please go. My name's Dino DeLuke. My name's Kerry Rothman. And that means I can swell us. And I'm Cole Lewis. Have a great Saturday night. AM 1170, FM 961 on the answer. KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFQA. Good night, America. Sign off, San Diego. Thank you for joining us for RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music, both past, present, and future continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.